is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to be joined from New York City. Karen Brodkin joins us now. And uh, Karen, you are part of a tomorrow's going to be the promotional blitz for the Big 12. And boy, I've been looking forward to visiting with you since the Big 12 appointed WME Sports and IMG Media uh, and, and to do so much for the conference uh, this has to be a really exciting time uh, for your group. Are, are you ready to, uh, to meet uh, Scott Drew from Baylor and Coach Huggins from uh, West Virginia? Are you getting indoctrinated into this Big 12 world? Karen, for some reason, wherever you may be right now, and it could be on our end, we are not really picking up on you. Uh, so we will try to uh, – I do not exactly know. We were just barely hearing you there. We want to be able to hear you. Karen Brodkin joining us, who is the uh, co-head of WME Sports and the, e- the executive vice president, content strategy and development at Endeavor. Karen, do you have us? Okay. Okay, good. Karen, it, sorry, Matt, Matt Mosley. Yes, there you are. You sound great. Oh, now. <laughs> we're in business, Matt. We're in business, you and me. I would well, say so. What I was saying before was I'm, I'm thrilled to be with you this afternoon. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be on this, with you. I'm in New York, but normally I'm in Los Angeles or back and forth. And the answer to your first question is yes. I am ready to be indoctrinated into the world of the Big 12. By the way, this is not my first indoctrination. I've worked in various capacities throughout my career with the Big 12 and the Big 12 members. And um, for what it's worth, we're very proud of our our pre-existing relationship with Coach Drew at WME Sports. So this is just an extension of what we started, and, and we're thrilled to be part of it. Okay, tell Scott this is not all about selling his books, though. Okay, don't don't let don't, don't let him just do the, turn this into a book signing. He does have to promote promote the Big Twelve, but oh, he'll be fun. And and now, what is part of this blitz? And maybe some of this is a surprise, but can we expect to see the Big Twelve like in Times Square and lots of things going on? I can imagine you guys at the stock exchange or something like that. Can you give us a peek into? What's going on with this uh, promotional blitz? Well, I can't. Listen, Matt, I, my boss, Commissioner Yormark, um, <laughs> would not want me to steal any of his thunder. I can tell you that you, you, pro- you guys have probably gotten a hint of this already. He's a visionary. He does things different. He sees the world through a different lens. It's exciting. Um, so I'm going to leave that one to your imagination starting tomorrow. But I can tell you that he's got a lot of excitement up his sleeve starting, you know, starting now and continuing well into the future. And we're, we're thrilled to be part of helping him realize it. All right. Now, when, speaking of Brett, when did you first meet Brett or, or kind of hear about him? And, and, and what kind of made you want to get involved with uh, working with Brett on, on such an ambitious project? Um, well, I've known 
both of Brett and known him for some time. Obviously, he um, was working at Brooklyn Sports and Entertainment and the Nets and Barclays Center. I've spent a lot of time in my career working around professional leagues and the NBA, a number of NBA teams. So we certainly knew of Brett for quite some time. Um, and his, you know, his reputation was stellar. He's an unbelievable mind, commercial mind, um, partnerships, sponsorships. I mean, that he, he erected that building in Brooklyn, and, and it's, you know, it's one of the shining stars of the NBA. Um, and then I got to know him, frankly, before um, he got the job as the commissioner. We'd, we'd been introduced. Um, we spent some time together, really sort of understood sort of where he was looking to go. And then ultimately, when he was named the commissioner, we got into it together right away. Obviously, as you know, things started to move very quickly right when he came on board. So we, j the two of us really just jumped in and, and helped frame out with our whole team across WME Sports and IMG Media, sort of all the ways that we could help him realize what he, you know, put forth to the board and to the athletic directors and the members across the Big 12 that he wanted to do for the conference in the coming months and years. And we found a lot of intersection with his vision and our skill set and our expertise. So honestly, I know it sounds cliche, but it was it was sort of a marriage made in heaven right from the beginning. So the nice thing is, is that I knew him already and I certainly knew of him and I knew what he had accomplished. And I was very certain that we would have a great partnership, and and we do. I have to say, Matt, there's no one I speak to more times a day, no one, <laughs> including my 14-year-old son, than, than Commissioner Yormark. Oh, man. So you are talking to Brett a lot. And by the way, uh, Karen Brodka joining us, leading the global content and commercial strategy, WME Sports and IMG Media. I mean, that is a lot. Uh, to take on. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, selfishly, uh, how important is Baylor? And, of course, we're the flagship station for Baylor, and I, that's my alma mater. But Baylor's role in, in the future of the Big 12. And, of course, you've got four new schools, so you've had to do a, a lot of this on the fly, very familiar with some of the members. But this is going to look like a whole new conference. Like, how do you sort of get up to speed on, okay, what's the valuation what does this conference going to look like in the marketplace? Like, how does that process start? Because it's it seems very, very involved. Well, it is. It is. And I have to say we did some very quick, quick work um, when we came on board. I mean, look, we look at viewership numbers. We look at performance. I mean, I'll answer your question about Baylor. Baylor is a very important member of this conference. Um, you know, they're, they're, they've proven their worth on the football field. They've proven their worth on the basketball court. They, and, and I don't want to limit it just to football and men's basketball. It goes far wider than that. What we determined quickly, Matt, was when you look at the what I'll call the legacy members of the Big 12 plus the four incomings, this is an incredibly competitive conference, top to bottom. I don't think there – and I don't, you know – Everyone has their own opinions. I, there's not another conference, football or basketball, that is more competitive than the Big 12 when you look at the four incoming members. 
Um, every game matters. Every game is competitive. This has been proven out this this year already. You know, we're five, what are we five six weeks into the season? Every Saturday, those Big Twelve football games are exciting. They're meaningful. A lot of them are close. They're going down to the wire. They're high scoring, and the viewership proves it out. And basketball, when you get to basketball. Uh, this I'll go on record at with. There is no better basketball conference in the country. There is no better basketball conference today. And with the four new members, that has only been more solidified. So I have to tell you, our, our, while our work wasn't easy, the numbers and the performance really bear it out, right? The viewership so far this season has been incredibly strong, regardless of what network or platform the games are on the fans are finding them game day went to kansas as you know last weekend first time ever it the numbers on that game day were the highest numbers they've had this entire season for college game day the, wow. the numbers speak for themselves honestly our job is just to amplify them is is brett taking any credit for kansas's sudden jump in football i, I hope he's not <laughs> <laughs> taking too much of the credit well he's certainly enjoying it that that i will tell you we're all having a lot of fun with that but i mean again listen let me just say you know this from last year what last year in the conference football championship when baylor played oklahoma state the numbers mm -hmm. the viewership numbers were extraordinary right we we see that continuing like that to us is just the the, the tip of the iceberg of what this conference is going to do with the you know with the legacy members with the incoming four all competitive schools big national brand in BYU strong basketball you know strong basketball brands i mean we we honestly you, you can hear it in my voice we're bullish on this um and when we dived into the valuation and the data the numbers proved out what our intuition told us Open for business, it sounds like, uh, and, and it's interesting. What has been your experience when it comes to expansion? I, I know you've had to, to look at that in the past and maybe, you know, uh, you know, probably have advised, I know, other conferences. Uh, and it's something, obviously, the Big 12 has to at least think about, explore. Things are so volatile right now. What have you sort of done in the past with that and how much of your attention uh, is that taking, you know, thinking about, okay, do we need to add even more? I mean, listen, we, we run, we, we have a formula and a model that we used. It's uh, it's bespoke to our agency. We, we sort of created it where we look at quite a number of different factors to value. And we really focus on the media value, right? I mean, obviously there's other thoughtful valuations that come into play when you're determining whether or not to invite a member to join, you know, including academics and, and the size of the campus and alumni, um, those types of factors. We really focus our valuation on the media value of the school. And we've done a fair amount of that work. We've done that work for the Big 12. We frankly have done that work prior to, to coming on board with the Big 12 for some other conferences. And, you know, our role is to sort of be kind of the thoughtful bellwether for the, for the members, for the presidents, and for the athletic directors when they're making considerations. I think our conference is incredibly aligned. 
they're incredibly unified. I don't say that lightly. I don't think that that's true across the board in the in the full college landscape. And I think in terms of looking at expansion and other members, they're going to be very thoughtful about it. And we're going to be alongside to kind of run that modeling and run that valuation for for Brett and the team. Um, that, you know, the conference is in three time zones right now. Is there a value to going coast to coast time zone? From a media perspective, there certainly is. Um, you know, we didn't invent that. That's That's been true for a long time in the media world. But I think the decisions on what to do, when to do it, and who to do it with will certainly be made by the Big 12 membership, the presidents, the board, the athletic directors, and the commissioner. All right, so your Cal Berkeley ties don't uh, – does it put you in an awkward spot at all, or are you able well, to kind of work well, around Well, Matt, that? I'm very comfortable saying things like <laughs> go Bears. You must like that, right? <laughs> yes, yes, sick em Bears. you got to learn to sick them. Yes, I, you know, listen, I'm a double Cal grad, and so my, my heart certainly lies in, in, in the hills of Berkeley most of the time, but obviously I have to do my job, and I have to – you know, tell the truth of the numbers. Um, I'm going to root. Let me say this, Matt. I'll root for Cal <laughs> no matter where they play and just hope that they make it competitive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. The only thing that got my – another thing that got my attention is this daily wagering. You know, you're talking to a Baptist. You've you got a bunch of Baptists in your audience right now. That's, that's start, that, that worries uh, – some of the Baptist brethren. That's got to be an interesting part of the landscape, Karen, when you look at FanDuel and all these other things. Like, that's, that's just, have you just seen an explosion in that area? And, like, what, what do you think the Big 12 can do to kind of exploit that area? Well, I mean, I think what you, I think there's been a lot of trepidation, Matt, about what sports wagering was going to do to the sports mm-hmm. landscape. And I think what we've seen, Honestly, so far over the last several years, as the pro leagues have gotten deeper into it, I'm not sure you've really seen the kind of crushing concerns that that frightened people, right? I mean, it's highly regulated. It's mm-hmm. highly managed. It, look, it's an in, in full disclosure, it's a business that we're in an endeavor, and I can tell you it's extraordinarily regulated. Um, so I think – you, you have to be eyes wide open, and and as if the train is coming, you gotta you gotta figure out how to embrace the change. That's one of the reasons why I think Brett Yormark will be so good for this conference because he's thoughtful, he's he he's a deep thinker, but he isn't afraid of pivoting and change. And I think, you know, listen, people were very scared of NIL. People were very scared of sort of the NFT world, and I think what we've seen so far is there's been some real upsides and there's been some real positive, you know, um, results for student-athletes, for brands, for schools, for conferences. So I think you have to kind of go into it eyes wide open in a really thoughtful, measured way, and I, I, I mean this sincerely. I think this conference has the right business mind at the top to do that. That we're, you know that it's going to be without fear and trepidation, but with real intellectual curiosity and managed restraint. Karen, I really appreciate it. I've been excited to to visit with you, and uh, I remember when you were at Fox Sports and and uh, the great work you did there. And so, 
continued success to you, and I think the Big 12 is very fortunate uh, to have you on the job. So thank you for doing it. Enjoy your time with Coach Drew and Coach Huggins. Uh, tell Scott Drew that you did an interview with Mosley. Okay, oh, we'll I see will, him Matt. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he'll get a kick out of that. Uh, and then even if you haven't read his book, just say, Scott, I've loved your oh, book. And <laughs> I do believe I may have a copy of his book back in my office, Matt and Lethage. Well, thank you again so much for having me. I can't wait to get out there to Waco. And um, and listen, I have no problem saying go Bears, so go Bears. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I I get it. You're used to a different kind of bear. But you're, we'll get you in some green and gold. Well, and you're we'll the love. winning bear. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the, the, that's right. That's right. Thank you, Karen. I really appreciate it. You bet, Matt. There she goes. Uh, Karen Brodkin, uh, who is just one of the top. You know, it's interesting as we were preparing to do this interview, Aaron, I started kind of looking around, and she is at the top of every list of, like, most powerful women in sports. Uh, it's Karen Brodkin. She's always, like, in the top two or three, like, in the whole country or maybe even internationally. Uh, and so really neat to get to be, you know, have her on. And, and again, she and Brett Yormark, and there are a couple other folks from that agency uh, or from those companies that are working with them, Karen as well. But they're talking every day, numerous times a day. And if there is a deal to be cut, whether it's with Fox or ESPN, streaming or all of those, she's going to lead the way. Uh, in a lot of that, and and she is known as uh, she at Fox. She was known as like an extremely tough negotiator, but it was more on the legal side. And then she made her way more into the entertainment business. So I think she takes a little bit different look at how she negotiates now. Uh, but uh, she's going to have a huge say in uh, in in what this conference ends up looking like, and quite on, you know the. The huge part of this, of course, we can talk about NFTs, we can talk about social media strategy and all of that. It's cutting the deal. What is the next, hopefully, huge media deal for the Big 12? And does it need to have just the group they have now without Texas and OU, or does it include four new schools? And what she was laughing about, of course, with the uh, saying Go Bears is, uh, well, the Cal Bears. She's a Cal Berkeley graduate, but... She's working uh, for the Big 12 right now, and so she will uh, she will be helping the uh, Baylor Bears. But uh, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how all of this plays out. But uh, tremendous to be able to visit with somebody like that, and uh, we'll get that out there for people via Twitter, social media, and all that, so uh, you can pass that around and and uh, and look at that. Okay, it is now time for something we call Campus Confidential.